Handle on the News. Late edition. Handle on the News. Hello. Um, I was listening to the Bill Handel show. Some things that he said really upset me, and I found it to be offensive. I'm Jewish, and said in his own words, Jews don't win anything. And even if he was joking, again, I find it to be very wrong. And now, here's Bill Handel. Get in line, lady. You found something on this show that's offensive? Yeah. It's true. We've been doing this for a while, offending people. Good God. All right, a couple of stories that are breaking before we get in the handle on the news, late edition. And uh, Jennifer, I'm going to throw it to you real quick because we have some big news. All right, so the Democratic Party has sued Russia, the Trump campaign, and WikiLeaks, claiming conspiracy to help the president win the 2016 election. Just a little more research on it. Apparently, the defendants named in this suit include Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, former campaign manager, Paul Manafort, campaign officials, Richard Gates, and Trump ally, Roger Stone. All right. So that's another lawsuit. You know, this whole thing with uh, Donald Trump, we're going to talk more about that, of course, at nine o'clock with uh, John Thomas and the Thomas Guide. And it's just, it, it just gets so interesting. If there is going to be uh, another president elected, well, of course there will be at some point. But if we have a Democrat elected next time out in 2020, can you imagine how boring it's going to be relative to the Trump presidency? Let's look back at Obama and let's you know forget about the politics of it. Forget about anything else. Boring versus astoundingly entertaining and over the top. Just like that. It's going to be very hard for any president subsequent to this president uh, to get anybody excited. Uh, not like this. Okay, guys, uh, let's do it. Handle on the news, late edition. Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Lead story. I got guns in my head and they won't go. All right, a story that turned out to be a fairly small story, thank goodness. A student was wounded, a suspect in custody after a shooting this morning at a high school in, uh, is that Ocala or Ocala? Ocala, Ocala right? I think. Ocala, Florida. Students shot in the ankle, and we're done. Thank goodness it ended right there. Now, this all happened on the national walkout day that marks 19 years since Columbine. Yep. Students from more than 2,500 schools across the country are leaving class today. Now, is that the – they're going out for the entire day? or the their plan. Or yeah. – and I, and I make this point because one of the things about these school walkouts, which I hate – is that the students hurt themselves and it hurts the school district because of the money that's paid per student per day. Now, if they have taken attendance and they walk out the door, no harm, no foul. Which 10 a.m. local time yeah. in each time zone. So right. I assume everybody's been accounted for. And see, the, that's the it's, gets then, the money. then you get the credit. It's my elevator philosophy of life. Someone's running into the elevator and you're there and you quickly start pressing the panel, not the button, so they think. You're trying to keep the door open, and you're actually letting the door close. And not only do you save yourself the hassle of that person sitting next to you in an elevator, but you get the credit for actually trying to help them. It's a win-win. Also, you must travel in some fancy elevators if you're all sitting down in there. Yeah, that's my elevator. You said sit the... the Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you actually do that? Oh, God, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Do you have any doubt that he does that? Oh, no, I don't yes. even know why I asked that question. Oh, yes. It's my elevator philosophy of life. Screw them over, but get the credit for doing good. <laughs> or just do the good. Oh, God, no. Come on. <laughs> Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein <laughs> apparently told President Trump a week ago that Trump is not a target of the Michael Cohen investigation. But that's not me. I was wondering last week uh, why they bet, or was it earlier this week, that uh, Rosenstein had a private meeting with Trump at the White House? I mean, Trump can call for a meeting, of course. He's the president. But uh, I was just wondering what that's about. And uh, according to this story from ABC, uh, Rod, uh, uh, Rod Rosenstein uh, actually volunteered that information. At least that's what we're getting from the Trump people at the White House. Yeah, he brought it up without it being asked. So That's, that still doesn't answer your question, why did they have the meeting there? Right. Interesting. Why would he tell him that without Trump asking? Why would you just randomly go? To say, hey, hey don't go ballistic and, and don't fire Mueller because this isn't about you. Right. At this point, it's not about you. Well, South Korea's president says North Korea does appear serious about denuclearization, even if U.S. troops stay there. That's a great song, incidentally. Just to let you know. No, it's wonderful. Now, uh, it's this is a bunch of interesting stuff going on. Uh, first of all, 28,000 American troops mean nothing in terms of uh, protecting North South Korea as against 2 million North Koreans if they decide to cross the border. So that doesn't do much. It's more of a symbolic uh, issue. But uh, the denuclearization. De- de- it smells like, and I don't know if this is Kim Jong-un just playing politics or just playing with us in general because he's really good about manipulating. It smells like he is considering giving up the nukes to join the world nation, the, the world, uh, the nations of the world. And there are plenty of countries that do just great without nukes. And at some point maybe realizes that all of his posturing uh, was obviously for public consumption and maybe thinks that the public consumption isn't as important as actually putting North Korea into a real economy. Because right now it's not a real economy. It's just what the Chinese give it and whatever uh, Kim Jong-un can print fake money or take all the money with the uh, illegal black market stuff that they produce. If he does this... And he also kind of opens up the way the government there serves the people. So instead of two tablespoons of rice a day, he comes out one day and he says, I negotiated with everybody and now everybody's getting four tablespoons of rice. He he might be changing his tactic to cement his legendary status amongst the people of he North could. Korea. He could. Wow. A uh, guy down in Irvine has been charged with some hate crimes. He had uh, a few things in his house, including a kill list for local Jews. And everybody hates the Jews. Well, he did. Nicholas Wesley Rose, 26. He had some ammunition. He had kill lists of prominent Jewish people down there. And he also apparently had a, a, a thing called killing my first Jew with a series of steps, I guess, on how to do it. How, what? That's difficult? 20, uh, 22 caliber well, a gun? Well, you know what? He might not 
be as clever as he thinks. First of all, he told people in his family about it, and they called the police immediately. And the other thing is that he had some papers there, and the papers mentioned Beth Jacob Congregation, but they also mentioned St. Barbara Russian Orthodox Church and St. Paul's Greek Orthodox Church. So he may not know what a Jew is. Yeah, he may not. Maybe he just figures anybody who has a beard is... uh, because you got the Orthodox, you have the Orthodox Jews, uh, the Greek Orthodox, ZZ Top. I mean, all of them have these long beards. Well, there's a narcotics detective who's an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy, and he's been accused of being part of a drug trafficking operation. But a judge has decided, nah, he can't be fired. This is driving Sheriff Jim McDonald crazy. It has to. He wants these guys out. And uh, here is a sheriff's uh, deputy uh, that uh, they caught uh, being involved with drug trafficking organizations and cultivating marijuana. And they have him on a wiretap discussing drug payments. And... He's on administrative leave. He gets fired. He goes to the Civil Service Commission, said, how is that possible that he that they reinstated his job? Because the appeals court panel this week said that the law does not allow the department to use evidence gathered from a wiretap in a disciplinary proceeding. Therefore, the firing was illegal. Therefore, he is reinstated as a cop. Now, my guess is he's probably not going to get uh, a lot of really choice assignments from now on. No, the the key to why this happened is that they never brought criminal charges against him. So if there's a gap, it's it's why is the sheriff's department so convinced that he was involved in this stuff, but the D.A. was not. How How do they not? bring criminal charges unless the evidence was so sketchy well that's what the the guy and his lawyer are saying this is a wild overreaction and i didn't do anything except get a little friendly with some people which i should do because i'm a narcotics officer so who knows speaking of narcotics uh some california cities including west hollywood right over there want to bring amsterdam style i'm sorry you know what you know why that happened with the music because you thought I was cueing you for the thing, but I was just pointing to where West Hollywood was. Sorry, John. They want to bring Amsterdam-style pot lounges here. See, now no, I'm pointing no. to you. No, John is very no. religious. Yes. And I, and I talked about this earlier. That you were pointing to North Hollywood. That Very religious cue. people. Yeah, that time I was pointing at you yeah, for the cue. Let's, let's just, why don't we just move on? <laughs> He's joking. Uh, anyway, they want to bring them uh, because the like law enforcement does not like the idea of people being able to go to a public uh, uh, entity and smoke. Like a bar. You can't go to a bar and drink, right? You can. That's what the proponents are saying. Sure. And also they're saying revenue from tourists. If you come to Southern California, you cannot. You can buy weed. You can't smoke it in public. And you pretty much can't smoke it in any motel or hotel because they have complete no smoking bans. So where do you smoke it? They want to make these places and that makes for sense. tourists. Amsterdam, if you look at the number of tourists that go into those the coffee shops, that's what it, the coffee shops in Amsterdam are actually uh, marijuana lounges. Did you they ever, call them. You look have at, you ever gone to one? Oh, yeah. And you look at coffee shops, not to smoke, just to... Uh, to grab a latte? Coffee. Uh, no, actually. Sorry, no, they don't, they don't, don't sell lattes. They, they, they don't sell pates. Sell. Yeah, well, that's very funny. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, you have to go in. I mean, I don't smoke. Uh, it's it's no big deal. It's not as if it's a value judgment. If I smoked, I'd be telling you all day long that I smoke. But 
it was, I mean, how do you go to Amsterdam without going into a, quote, coffee shop? Like, how do you go into Amsterdam without going to the red light district? Yeah, uh, You have to. Question. Maybe it's a dumb question. Do they also have actual coffee in these uh, places? I don't remember because I saw you couldn't even, you literally could not see two feet. It was so smoky. <laughs> it was so smoky. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is shady. Japanese authorities are looking into whether three Vietnamese trainees may have been tricked into working in areas that were affected by the Fukushima nuclear disaster. You're about as easy as a nuclear war. So these guys show up in Japan in 2015. They're supposed to be on this technical intern training program as trainees for this construction company. But it looks like these guys might have been fooled into working in the area where there was radioactive cleanup in the Fukushima nuclear yep. disaster. As part of a technical intern training program in construction. Just and that's it. Awful. Well, yeah, look at the ad, though. Look at the ad. Would you like to be a nightlight? Now, uh, that should warn somebody. If I could ever force you, Bill, to do something, yes. if, if, if the Lord came down and said you can force Bill Handel to do one thing, it would be this. It's called forest bathing. The flower said, I wish I was a tree. The and tree what you do is you go I to a forest and you walk I through it very slowly, very slowly to soak in the wonders of the forest. And there's a guy up in Sonoma County, Amos Clifford, who for 50 bucks will guide you in forest bathing, or if, Bill, you'd like to learn to guide other people, you can take a class from him for $3,400. $3,400. To learn to, to be learn a how guide. To walk through, through a forest. No, $3,400 to learn how to help other people walk through. Right. Only $50 I'll tell if you, you why just want to walk I'll through. tell you why I couldn't do it, because anybody following me would be smelling the vomit. <laughs> and then because later, during, up the, so much. during the walk, you find a tree to talk to. Of course you do. Oh, my God. Of course you do. And you do this without drugs. Right. That's the part that it made me. Now, I've had my share. I have talked to trees before. And as a matter of fact, they've talked back to me before. Oh, back in the day. But there was some serious LSD going on at that moment. You know what makes me angry about these kinds of stories is that I didn't think of this. This yeah. guy is making money off of dumb people. Well, you don't know how many are paying 3400 Maybe. Uh, and is, it, is, that, is that an individual class? Or is that a class only 10 people are allowed? So it's like $34,000 a pop. Maybe. Oh. Well, if you don't want to be a, what were they called? Forest bather? Yeah. Maybe you would like to be a space botanist. Space Botanist is a robotic instrument that was developed by a team of scientists at NASA's JPL that will measure the temperature of plants from space, and that might tell us when the next drought will happen. Yeah, it's interesting technology. It's cool. I mean, they come up with this stuff, uh, you know, these scientific missions all the time. So if you're looking to see if there, I guess, is going to be a next drought, who are you going to call? J JPL. JPL busters? No, space. Botanist. Oh, space botanist. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it almost worked. All right. <laughs> uh, postal worker in New York City's been arrested after they found about 17,000 pieces of undelivered mail in his car. Mailman. Yeah, he said he was overwhelmed. Yeah, but, overwhelmed by the amount of right. mail. However, he said uh, he did let through and he did deliver the important mail. 
because he also has x-ray vision and can see through envelopes. Well, maybe I guess. he just didn't deliver like those circulars maybe. that come once yeah. a week. The stuff that was obviously junk. Yeah, the, the stuff that I hate. Uh, I just can't stand that stuff. And uh, I just want to get off these lists. And you can't get off you lists. You can't get off, yeah. That's the problem. He had undelivered mail as far back as 2005. Oh, my hmm. God. Okay, I'm reading this headline straight because whoever wrote this, pretty good. It, at UC Berkeley, a squirrel ran for student senate and won... Driving some people nuts. We want to gather nuts. But people splatter The candidate? A squirrel named Furry Boy. Furry Boy. Spelled B-O-Y. B-O-Y. Yeah, so you know he's cool. Uh, It was really a a sophomore named Stephen Boyle who went around in a squirrel outfit. And you see see these kind of jokey campaigns at the university level. Except he won. A lot. Yeah, he won. He won. And I love his, uh, he won with uh, this platform. Safe spaces for squirrels, better access to acorns, and support group for those experiencing habit loss. And he won. I love it. And uh, other people on uh, the student council uh, are screaming, saying this is serious stuff. Berkeley they take their uh, their student involvement very seriously. Berkeley does. The oh student newspaper God. called it a travesty. Travesty. That he was elected. We had a guy, when I was in college, there were two guys. This is true. One guy's name was Bart French, and the other guy's name was John Tickle. And they ran together as French Tickle. And they're mad wow. about Furry They did boy? not win, though, because their campaign poster was them pointing at a toilet, and it said, student government went that away. Right. Would work for me. Yeah. Oh, you would vote for them. Oh, in a heartbeat. Senator Tammy Duckworth has made history. She voted on the Senate floor with her new baby. They had just one day after she got the permission right. to do it. One day, obviously, they passed uh, uh, that uh, Senate rule allowing newborns or infants to go onto the floor, which they had not since literally the inception of the U.S. Senate. And uh, there she is. And there was no controversy. Nobody fought against it. Nobody came no, out against how could it. They? It was fine. All right. Here's Good some controversy. Jen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Handel, you are not my best friend. No. My best friend. He's a warm-hearted person. I love this. little four-year-old in Massachusetts yep. is told that she is not allowed to say so-and-so is my best buddy. I know. Because that might exclude other kids and make them feel like... Yeah. They're not, you know, they're they're outside the clique. Or... Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. It's another form of political correctness. I, I've, I've shared the story when my uh, daughter's eight years old, maybe, and they're a, a school buddy of theirs, uh, had a birthday party, and they went to a bowling alley, and everybody got a trophy, world's best bowler, All right? And when we got home, I told the girls, not only are you not the world's best bowlers, the two of you suck at bowling. I just want to give you a reality check here, okay? Political correctness. You can't have a best bud. There are new BF, no BFFs anymore, anywhere in life. Well, it leads to uh, clicks. That's what they say I know. at this school. We should break now because, man, I, I don't.